everybody! It's me, Count Vacula, and this is No Filter with Count Vacula! It's Count Vacula Show! It's the Count, Count Vacula Show! No Filter! It's the Count Vacula Show! That's me! No Filter with Count Vacula. Today on the show, we have a special guest, Rachel Litvin! Hi, Rachel! Hi! Thanks for being on the show today. Thank you for having me, Count Vacula. Oh, it's really neat to meet you. This is my show where I'm learning how to talk to people and how to make new friends and how to get to know people better. So my first question is, is tell me about yourself. What's your deal? What do you do? <laughs> well, thank you for having me. It's great to meet you. So my name is Rachel Litvin, and my deal is that I am an author. I write fantasy books. You write books? I do. Like whole books? I write whole books. They are pretty long. Now you said books, like multiple books. You've written more than one book. I have, and I'm doing it a third time and <gasps> then a fourth time, and I'll probably end up doing this for the rest of my life. Wow! wow. What kind of books do you write? So specifically, I write fantasy books. That could change in the future, but as of right now, I write YA fantasy, and my book series that's out is called The Chronicles of Royal High. Oh, so is it, is it like a school for wizards? or? Yeah, it's a school for nobility. Essentially, the entire series follows the teenage nobility in a magical place called Edenarth. Uh-huh. They must band together to reforge this fellowship of paladins. <gasps> They're warriors of light. Wow. And they must fight back the dragons that are invading their realms. Dragons! However, while doing all this... They also must attend the Nobility Finishing Academy Royal High. There's just one thing after another. First you're fighting dragons, and then you're, you're late for class. I mean, like, what's a young teen noble to do? I know! <laughs> <laughs> Are they scary? Like, could I read one? You know what? They're a little scary. They're a little adventurous at times. But I have had many families absolutely love these books. So it might be too scary for some kids, but just right for other kids. Parents, use your discretion, but these do appeal to a wide audience, Count Facula. Wow. So how long does it take to write a book? Oh, my goodness. Well, this is a long question because my first book took me 13 years. Whoa, that's a long time. I was a kid when I thought of the first concepts of it. And wow. it was a story that was in my heart because... Well, like you said, you're trying to meet new people and make new friends. And at a time in my life when I was 13 years old, I was doing just those same things. And there were like things I would go through that would hurt my feelings or make me sad. And writing my characters in this book, and at first it wasn't a book. It was just a little world I made. It was how I was able to get through some hard stuff by putting the hard stuff I was going through into kind of a fantasy perspective that my character, Adela Everhart, who... She's kind of me when I was little, (laughs) but Adela would go through things that was just part of this royal academy, which I was inspired by going to Renaissance fairs. And I love Lord of the Rings and I played World of Warcraft. And so it was just all these fantasy things that really helped me get through growing up. Oh, so you were telling stories that helped you deal with your feelings. Absolutely. That's so cool. So now's the part of the show where I think about one thing we have in common and one thing that we don't have in common. All right. Because you can be friends with people that you have things in common with, and you can be friends with people that you don't have things in common with. Absolutely. So one thing that we don't have in common is you've written so many books. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That is so cool. Thank you. But one thing we do have in common is we both can use stories to help with our feelings. Absolutely. Stories, when they're shared between people, when you see that somebody else has kind of gone through something you've gone through, even if it's not exactly the same, a lot of us share the same feelings. And when we become friends through these things, we realize we're not so different. We all feel sad. We all feel angry. We all feel scared at times. 
But sharing how we get through those times can help inspire people to get through their sad and angry and alone times too. Oh, that's so cool. That's such an important story. Yeah. So now it's the part of the show where we do our five questions. Okay. And we have a theme song for the five questions. <gasps> okay, okay. Five questions! Oh my God, okay. Okay, so question number one. When you were little, what kind of monsters were you afraid of and where did they live? So the monsters I was actually afraid of were kind of real monsters. Oh. I hate spiders. Oh, wow. You're not the first person that said that to me. <laughs> <laughs> I hate spiders. And I know that spiders are good for our ecosystems. We got to have them. And as I've gotten older, I've gotten a little bit braver and me and the spiders can chill. Not like in the same room. But when I was little, a lot of my nightmares were about spiders. I was so certain behind every nook and cranny there was going to be a spider or a spider web. So spiders have always kind of been a thing for me. But I want to say just because you're scared of something doesn't mean you can't face it. And I'm pretty proud of myself because in recent years, I've made peace with the spiders, but I'm not exactly going to look for them. <laughs> That's something I've been scared of through my life. <laughs> Question number two. Imagine that you had a whole weekend and all the cardboard you want. Okay. What would you make out of all that cardboard? I'd make a castle. Oh. Make a castle village. Yeah. I'd clean out my entire living room and move all the furniture and I would use blankets. I'd make a castle blanket fort and then I would use a projector on a wall so we could watch movies and eat snacks. Like a people-sized castle. I would make a people-sized castle. Oh, that's amazing. Duct tape and like string and, and like chairs and pillows and blankets and I would do it all up with as much cardboard as possible. Yeah. So wait, go back to this whole watching a movie in it. You can watch a movie inside your cardboard castle? Yep, yep, <gasps> yep. I'm going to market this, actually. I'm going to market this IP. I'm making cardboard castles now. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great idea. All right. Question number three is our science question. Okay. But we want a wrong answer. So even if you know the right answer, okay, okay. you're a grown-up. You might know the right answer to this. But... <laughs> so the question, we want a wrong answer. It's a makeup up. Your question is, what are pine cones for? Pine cones? Pine cones. Like those things that fall off trees. Yeah. Pine cones. Pine cones. I actually don't really know what they're for. They're for war. War. Yeah. Oh, no. You take them and you chuck them at your friends. Oh, people war. Like a people war, yeah. The trees aren't at war with us. No, 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 no. So it's a thing that people can go to war with. Yeah, but I mean, honestly, I'm not encouraging violence, so really... Like a backyard battle. Yeah. Oh, you could get a stick and pretend it's a sword? Oh, you know what? You could play baseball. (gasps) I changed my answer. That's a great answer. All right, question number four. Okay. What's your favorite question to be asked or a question that you wish more people would ask you? I really like this, actually. Because I'm an author, I do a lot of public speaking because I do a lot of events. I do a lot of book signings and I do Comic-Cons, I do school assemblies, all kinds of stuff. And there's a question that I get sometimes and I love this question. And it's kind of along the lines of what is something bad that happened to you in like your life or your career that actually ended up turning into something even better? Ah. And I love that kind of a question because it shows that no matter what bad thing you're going through, and yes, it can feel like the end of the world. And it doesn't diminish that fact. But sometimes after we've gotten past the bad thing and we look at our life a little bit later, when we've had some distance from the bad thing, we realize, you know what? If that bad thing hadn't happened, this wonderful thing wouldn't have happened because this wonderful thing came of it. And so there's different points in my life where I can see just because I'm going through a hard time, it helps with perspective. Just because I'm going through a hard time doesn't mean that something good can't come from this. It gives a lot of hope. That reminds me of how I met one of my friends. Her name is Princess Dinosaurus. She's a very, very big dinosaur Mm -hmm. and I'm very, very small. She had an ice cream cone and the ice cream fell out of the cone. Oh, 
and she was bending down to get it, and that's when she saw me. She was like, oh, hello, what's your name? And I was like, my name's Count Bacula. And she's like, I'm Princess Dinosaurus. Can you have my ice cream? And that's how we met. And now we're such good friends. And you know what? I'm sure it absolutely hurt her. She was probably at her feelings so hurt when she dropped her ice cream. And then she looked down. And she saw you. And there's me. And so you know what? She might have lost her ice cream cone, but you know what? She can get another. And because she looked down, because she dropped the ice cream, she saw you and got a good friend. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Just because bad things happen doesn't mean good things can't happen afterwards. That's such a good answer. Our last question is my favorite question. Okay. We ask it on every episode of our show. Okay. How were you kind today? How was I kind today? Well, let's see here. I'm at a con right now. We're having this interview. I was kind today because I talked to so many people about their stories. And when you can hold space for people to tell their story to you, it actually creates such a good connection and it lets people know they're not alone. So I feel like I helped people to feel a lot less lonely today. I'm pretty sure that several times today that that is what has happened. And if I can just keep doing that for forever, that would be great. Yeah. Well, it was also very kind of you to come on No Filter with Count Vacula and come tell your story to me. Oh, thank you for having me, Count Vacula. Yeah. If grown-ups want to learn more about you or more about your books, what should they do? Where should they go? So I am on every social platform you can imagine. Even a quick Google search will pull up my stuff. But my books are widely available on Amazon and Kindle. We are in the process of producing the audiobook if you're an audiobook person. Oh, yeah. But Amazon and Kindle is the way to go to find them. Yeah, we'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. Right. Very cool, very cool. Well, it was so nice to meet you. Really great to meet you too, Count Facula. Oh, thank you so much. The way we like to end our show is to awkwardly pretend like we don't know how to hang up a phone call. But wait, how does that work? Well, it's just, I just say like, well, I'll talk to you later, okay? But this is a phone... Wait, you... No, we're not really on the phone. I'm just... We're, we're, we're oh, pretending. we're going to hang up now. Wait, did uh, you hang up? Wait, I, I don't know. Wait, do I press... Uh, what button do I... I don't... I'll talk to you later, okay? Bye. Bye. Okay, bye. 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 <laughs> It's the Cowbacula Show! It's the Cow Cow Show! No filter! It's the Cowbacula Show! That's me! No filter with Cowbacula.